Trill, 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 spill, trill, spill, trill, spill, trill, trill, spill, trill, trill, spill, trill, spill, trill, spill, trill, 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 spill, trill, spill, trill, spill, trill, 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 spill, trill, spill, trill, spill, trill, 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 spill, spill, Trill, spill, with will. Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? What it do, what it do, what it do? It's your boy, Will. This is another episode of Trill, Spill. And, um, man, 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 thank y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, y'all, um, y'all really showed up and showed out for me today. So, um, I know I got at least 24 votes. Um, so, I'm gonna go ahead and read to you guys what I submitted today. Um, it's called, Where Are We Going? And if you read the description, if you read the description when you went and voted, it says... Uh, it's the black curb your enthusiasm. That's the best description I have for it. Because I am the black Larry David. Um, that's what I dub myself. I'm put on t-shirts and such. But yeah, man. i uh been writing this for a while. I'm, it started out as like a, a series. So if you guys know any connections with Netflix, holla at your boy. Because I got three screenplays in the works. But anyway, this one right here is just the fun one this is the funnest one i've ever done um and i'm like three or four chapters in i condensed it for the submission and it's only two chapters i'm gonna read them real quick um but thank y'all for even showing interest and for your support i appreciate that um i really do do this for you guys man i wouldn't have any other reason to do it if you guys weren't into it so Speaking of into it, I'ma get into it and I'ma get out y'all here. Um, check out these tunes real quick and then we're gonna slide right in on it. Right in on it. Right in on it like it's home base. I apologize, man. I'm a little hype. I ain't gonna lie to you because it's different than reading somebody else's book. Like this is my work, so I wanna make sure that I do this the right way. But anyway, I feel good, I feel great, and uh I'll be right back. It's Trill Speed. We will. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another installment of the Writer's Block. Where Will stops by and he reads a few quips and quotes from some of his favorite literature. When store this time, though. I got an email and he says that he's stopping by and he's reading one of his own pieces this evening. Yes, yes. Yes, I believe it's called Where Are We Going? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sounds very interesting. Very exhilarating. Gets the blood pumping. 
Well, I don't know about you, but I'm eager, very eager to hear what young William has put together. I've never heard any of his works. So yes, for those of you that don't know, the writer's block is for black literature, black everything. So without further ado, here's William, Sir William. With where are we going? On the writer's block. Where are we going? A work in progress by me. Chapter one, shit shoes. It was a beautiful summer afternoon while Roland took a stroll, slowly meandering through the halls of his job's office building. He turns the corner and heads towards the bathroom. He sees an unfamiliar colleague walking extremely fast and before he can think twice or say anything, barrels into the door of the employee restroom. The door Roland is about to enter. Where's the fucking fire? Roland whispers indignantly to himself. Once Roland enters the bathroom, he stops at the sink where he washes his hands first. When he hears the first fart, Roland focuses in on the shoes of the stall's occupant. Creeped out and covering his nose, he then proceeds to the urinal, but because the sounds and odors are so vicious, Roland can't perform, so he zips his pants back up and proceeds to the sink like he's going to wash his hands again, but before he can, one last blast of flatulence forces him to dart anxiously out of the bathroom. Roland finishes his workday and quickly finds himself at his best friend Darren's house. He's gotta tell him this story and he wants to smoke desperately and he knows Darren will help him get the job done. So, did you get to talk to Carissa about coming to the barbecue? Darren asked his clearly jittery friend. Janet wants all of you guys to come as couples so we can start doing more couple shit. And between me and you, so she can pressure y'all into buying the whole cow. They both laugh and Roland says through scattered coughs, I'd say yes. <coughs> if, <coughs> if I wasn't blocked right now. <coughs> blocked? Darren responds while continuing to play video games. I thought you told me y'all were doing good. Roland looks at his best friend and passes in the joint. Oh, we are. Well, I am. We got into a little disagreement last night about work booze, and I thought nothing about it. But I woke up this morning, and I'm blocked on all her social media. Yeah. An argument about work booze, you say. Darren says half seriously and half sarcastically. And now you're blocked? Detecting the fake interest in his friend's voice, Roland states, Yes, nigga. And it was about hypothetical work booze at that. Work booze that don't even exist. And now you're blocked, says Darren. And now, says Roland, I'm blocked. They pass the joint and both men laugh while Roland checks his phone. Darren asks, so what you gonna do? Because Janet is not gonna be comfortable if you're the only single. You gonna call Carissa or no? 
Roland answers almost immediately. Ah, it's going to be a no from me, dog. Darren, clearly flabbergasted by his friend's remarks, responds with, What you mean it's a no? You didn't even think about it. Just call her and get it over with. After a deep sigh, Roland looks at his friend in the joint that he's holding. <sighs> Look, if I'm blocked on social media already, do you really think my phone number stood a chance? That's just out of order. And I don't mean wrong. It's just in the wrong sequence. Nobody blocks Instagram before the phone number. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. But, says Darren, you just responded. And what if she was already on Instagram when the thought crossed her mind? Then, naturally, blocking your number would come second, right? Because she wouldn't close the app just to go find your number, block it, and then go back to the app to block you, right? If she was already there, it wouldn't, it just, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, what are you going to do? Because honestly, you don't even know if your number's blocked yet. Roland shakes his head at his naive friend. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Now, I had planned to just let her cool off and wait for her to hit me up. But let me tell you, I've learned a few things over the years. And I never thought I'd be in a kerfuffle about a hypothetical anything. But yet here we are. Roland hits the joint and passes it. And when a petty woman gets started, she can't stop. Of course my number's blocked. Think about it. It's probably the first thing that got blocked. The number is always first. Nobody blocks you on social media first. It's too much work. You have to cover all the platforms. Naturally, that comes after she's blocked your number, if she didn't delete it. Anyway, all I know is she didn't respond to my good morning text when I got up. That then sent me on a social media scavenger hunt to piece post together and try to see how she really feels as opposed to whatever it is she chooses to tell me. Now Darren is high, but he's still listening to his rambling friend. It's sort of like I'm forced to be some kind of black Sherlock Holmes, man, and it's not fair. But alas, I was foiled, blocked, because she's so petty. She's probably saying some crazy shit in her head like, Nah, go call your work boo. But there is no work boo, you fucking idiot. So, I'm not gonna call her just so she can have the satisfaction of knowing I tried to call and it gets blocked, thus making the act of blocking me futile. Darren was in a stupor at this point. First, don't ever say kerfuffle to me again, bro. And again I ask, what are you going to do? I haven't even told Jeff and Mark yet because they're probably lying to so many women that they won't even be able to choose one to bring. Plus, they'll probably decline the invitation anyway. Which means, Darren hits the joint and passes it, I'm going to be stuck with the husbands of Janet's friends and they don't smoke. So there's that. So please, call her. Roland hits him with an emphatic, eh, nah, nope. I can't, but I'll do you one better. I'll email her. Darren chokes and coughs while laughing at his delusional friend. 
<laughs> you so so you won't call her, but you'll email her. Get the fuck out of here. What are you a secretary? You must be a born loser, bro. If you email that girl, says Darren, I'ma call you a weirdo. You're my boy, and I love you like a cousin, but nigga, you are a nut job. And how is that even doing me one better? And what does doing me one better even mean? Roland, clearly feeling the effects of the marijuana, gently states, Nah, I know what I'm doing. She may be petty, but she's a professional. She'll respond to the email. Plus, nobody blocks email accounts, he smirks. It always goes unnoticed. Besides, I haven't attempted to reach out to her all day. I know for a fact that it grinds petty people's gears when you won't inquire about why they're being petty. Trust me, I'm going to email her and shit's going to work out how it's supposed to, naturally. Roland sends a quick email and picks the controller back up while firing up a new joint. There, sent. Yo, I didn't tell you about how I had to drive all the way home from work today just to use my own bathroom, did I? Nope, sure didn't, Darren responds without even looking at Roland. Well, my nigga, says Roland, I had to drive all the way home just to take a piss today because we only have the one bathroom working in the building right now. So, while I'm trying to handle that, there's this guy in the stall just killing it. I mean, it was brutal. Horrific, he continues. I don't see how people live with themselves. I mean, I know we all have our own odors and we probably just get grossed out by other people's odors because they're not our own, but man, this was bad. I don't even know which was worse, the smells or the sounds. Ugh. I shudder to think what kind of shape his bathroom's in at home. This guy was a king shitter, emperor of shitters. This guy was the dictator of shitters. Darren interrupts. The Genghis Khan of shitters? Nice, says Roland. Yes, the Genghis Khan of shitters is going to town and I couldn't piss. The order was so bad, I was dry heaving. My nigga was awful. Darren interrupts again. Wait, you couldn't piss because you smelled shit? Nigga, I ain't never heard of that. If I gotta go, I just go. Roland looks at his friend again in disgust. Hell no, I can't urinate if I'm about to regurgitate. I just put my dick away, got a good look at his shoes, and got out of there fast as I could. Darren, perplexed, asks, Why did you need to look at his shoes? And Roland responds with, Uh, for a mental picture? That way, when I see him around the office because I didn't see his face, if I ever see that pair of shoes again, I'll know who he is, and then I'll never go in a restroom behind him again. Darren is clearly irritated and confused at this point. Wow, Ro, you have really lost it. You done lost it. Roland hits the joint and says, Hey man, I rarely shit in public restrooms, but when I do, I always have my shit shoes. Darren, in true pothead fashion, 
says, you take dogs in the bathroom with you? No, Tommy Chong, not shit shoes. Roland retorts, shit shoes. I always have an extra pair of shoes on me at work because you never know what could happen. So, if and when I'm ever faced with that dilemma, I just switch them out. I go poop, get out of there, change shoes, and go back to work. Also bring my own poopery and baby wipes. You know what you can take home with you from a public bathroom, kid? Of course, Darren states. I'm no dummy. It just seems a little excessive for midday shit at work. Roland, looking at the TV screen. Hey, many are called, but few are chosen. Darren says, what? Roland says, huh? And then Roland's phone rings. He has a quick conversation and hangs up. Looking at Darren with bright, half-closed eyes, Roland says, Hi, my nigga. I'm out of here. And that was Carissa. Nigga, what? Snaps Darren. She called you? Man, what did you say in that email? Roland, hitting the joint one last time. Oh, I just typed two words. Call me. I told you. She's a professional. Roland smirks and Darren laughs. Chapter 2 The Ride R&B music plays in the background as Carissa rehashes their disagreement from the other day while they ride in the car headed to Darren's barbecue. I'm just saying, don't let me see the bitch and you better not ever taste her food. You can be blocked again. Roland rolls his eyes. Man, I thought you said you was over this. Please don't go over here with this rubbish. Carissa looks at him appalled. Nigga, who are you? And what in the world is rubbish? Please don't make my forehead sweat today, Roland. You will not mess up my edges. Perhaps, says Roland. It would be more convenient for us to act like we weren't just arguing about the topic you keep bringing up every time we stop arguing. Carissa, agitated by her date. Mm-hmm. I guess. If there's one thing we can agree on, though, it's food. I hope they have chicken wings at this little shindig you're dragging me to. This is a smoke-friendly environment, right? Roland, glad the subject has changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should be good, but it'll just be us and Darren. None of his wife's friends smoke. I just hope they had this shit catered because between you and me, his wife's cooking his trash bags. Carissa laughs out loud. Really? That is ironic. A black woman that can't cook. She's like a unicorn. Yeah, the, the unicorn that nobody wants to see. But anyway, I hope there's wings. Been craving that and some ranch dressing for days now. I was supposed to go out with Nita the other night, but I had to record my flat tummy tea ad, so I'm glad you emailed me because I can eat whether I'm mad at you or not. Roland pauses. Ranch dressing? I said all that, says Carissa, and all you heard was ranch dressing. Are you autistic? Roland, watching the road. No, I'm not on the spectrum, but you might be. 
you and your ranch dressing. I bet you eat blue cheese too, huh? This triggers Carissa. So wait, you don't? Roland looks her dead in the eyes. Hell no. I only eat Italian dressing, and I'm not too keen about people that can eat something that they know was a bacteria. Somebody accidentally leaves out some cheese in the 1800s, and now we dip our wings in it. Waste of perfectly good wings, if you ask me. I seriously don't understand my own attraction to you, Carissa says. So, what about ranch dressing? That's not an accident. What are your thoughts on the most classic, most American salad dressing there is? Without hesitation, Roland fires back. To be honest, I don't even think it has anything to do with the taste. It's partially because I don't like the imagery it gives me. Ranch dressing. A ranch. Cowboys, Indians, Mexicans, remember the Alamo, racism, plantation, slavery, America. I just want to eat these wings, you feel me? I don't want to be oppressed or depressed by what I'm eating. Also, people do way too much with the ranch. Dipping their pizza in it, dipping their chips in it, dipping their fries in it. Taking easy with the ranch dressing. It doesn't go with everything just because you choose to eat it with everything. Some people have a problem. Carissa, entertaining this notion, says, Oh, you don't. You don't have any problems. Roland retorts, Of course. I got 99 problems. But ranch ain't one. Carissa, That makes absolute perfect sense. Roland, It does, doesn't it? Carissa snaps back. No, no, it does not. Not at all. So, let me ask you this. Drums are flats, and before you answer this, make sure you answer correctly. Flats or drums? The tension builds as Roland quickly tries to concentrate on driving while simultaneously trying to figure out how there was even a correct answer to give in this trap of a question. Roland says, drums. Carissa says, get out. Roland says, I'm driving. Carissa says, then I'll get out. Pull over. Roland says, no. And why? We're almost there anyway. This is ridiculous. Carissa, clearly over the entire encounter, screams. What's ridiculous is the amount of time we've spent together. And I'm just now figuring out that you're a sociopath who thinks ranch dressing is a wormhole to slavery and thinks that drums are better than flats. Now, I always hated it when I heard it said on TV, but I can honestly say that I don't even know who you are anymore, Roland. Work booze? Shit shoes? She fires up a cigarette. What if I got pregnant? Would you feed our baby or would you get caught up in some shit-stained baby formula conspiracy and let our baby die because you think I should be breastfeeding but I disagree because I don't want to ruin my titties. These are my titties and I'm not going to let them go to shit because you don't believe in blue cheese dressing. I think you should just drop me off because abortion is my choice because it's my body. Roland, startled and a little confused, continues. Are you gonna stop smoking cigarettes? And you're not gonna breastfeed? Carissa yells at the top of her lungs. Nigga, let me out. 
Roland pulls over and Carissa gets out of the car. Roland whispers to himself as he drives off, my nigga, the fuck just happened? Ah, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. This has been another installment of the writer's block. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves thoroughly as I have. William really, really brought it. He really surprised me with this one. I didn't know he, I didn't know the old chap had it in him. But anyway, I'm not going to stick around long. First of all, I have not been paid for my last session, so I have to make this quick. Thank you for joining us. I must bid you adieu. But remember, black literature, black everything. Stay lit. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. Get on out of here. Toodles, toodaloo. And there it is. There it is, there it is, there it is. Um, if y'all like that, y'all let me know. DM me. Comment on some posts. Let me know how y'all like that. Did I pick the wrong story to submit? Did uh, did that suck? <laughs> Was it funny? Did you like it? Let me know. But um, I do thank y'all. I do thank y'all. I ain't even gonna say much else. I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm. I'm I just hope you guys like it. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm out. Oh, oh, oh! Real quick, real quick, real quick. Love on the babies. Protect the ladies. Keep your head to the sky and out of your ass. Now I'm gone.